Welcome to Why Won't You Love Yourself, a podcast where we don't have the right equipment, so we're using makeshift phones and microphones to record. <laughs> so if you think that the auto quality is bad, I mean, bear with. It'll be fine. We'll get better. <laughs> it's, a, it's a continuous journey of growth. Oh, you're all about growth now? Oh, yeah. 2021, you know? Oh, wow. New Year, New, new, year, new Re. <laughs> I purposely did not laugh at that joke because it was, first of all, a bad joke. But I really hope you didn't shadily like insert some like, I hope you don't edit a laugh into that because I didn't laugh. Okay, come on. I don't edit it like that. I've never... No, but I mean like you could because, you know, I could. we're here to be yeah, authentic. So. Um, but I think, I think that's a great... It's a great uh, tagline for the new year. New year, new re. <laughs> Again, nope. I'm, not, I'm not dignifying that with the last. <laughs> Stupid. Oh, how's your year going so far, Nuri? It's a new year. It's been, you know, different. Yeah, how so? Well, I mean, we both know, and I think we announced it accidentally on the um, little video thing that we did for the new year. Uh-huh. Um, I'm dying tomorrow. <laughs> Rest in peace, Nuri. Rest in peace, Nuri 2021. Well, the new year for me is that I think I've been pretty headstrong about the fact that I, there are certain people that I don't want to spend time with because I don't want to like exert my energy or my time on people who I don't think. Not necessarily deserve it, but just people that I don't care about. So I'm going to be a lot more selective this year on people who I decide to like, you know, reach out or like talk to or like you know just in general spend time with <laughs> is that shady i'm not trying to be shady i mean we're not a shady podcast this is not a call out podcast we are a call out podcast we're not a call out podcast nope. <laughs> <laughs> but literally it's what it's 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 half we're, we're almost halfway through <laughs> shut up we're almost halfway through january and it feels like it's been What's that Titanic line? Uh, it's been 84 years. Oh, no. I've never watched the Titanic, so. Oh, well. Okay. You know this. You know that I haven't watched most movies. What about you? Yeah. Other than uh, the fact it feels like it's dragging on. I don't, I don't think this year is dragging on. What I meant to say is that I think so much has already happened this year. Like, we're, we're only halfway in and there is already, you know, gaze over COVID. That was what? It seems like oh, that was, that was, that was New Year's Eve. Was that it? Was already two, three. Yeah, that was New Year's Eve. How, what'd you See, think of that? I mean, like, you know how I feel about white people. Because, like, to be fair, as like, I grew up... Okay, we can't deny that there are POCs at... Also, who are you again? Oh, I'm Lee. Where, wait, where are we going to put that in? <laughs> Whatever. It's just, there's no structure to this. <laughs> I'm, I'm just happy that we're no longer... Like, we finally have a topic to discuss. Like, this is I'm so tired of just talking about nothing i like talking about nothing i know but to be fair yeah well, our our point is to always have a topic and like we haven't had a topic in a while yeah um, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk a little bit about gays over covid and then uh you know fill in some of the stuff that's been happening since uh the last episode and then we're gonna talk about authenticity dun 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 yeah. so gays over covid 
I feel code. like I'm going to group in all the POCs at Porter, 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 in <laughs> PV. I can't say it. Porter Vallarta. That. So like, yeah. I'm going to loop, lump in all the POCs in that who are there with the white people. Because okay, I feel like the POCs, huh? Because the POCs who are there are basically like WMWs. <laughs> WMWs. White man, oh, white man whores. White man's whore, yeah. Oh, white, okay, white man's whore. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, they're all people who are there to, like, you know, appease to their white superiority and, like, you know, chase white sure. dick. Right? Sure. Do you agree or disagree? Look, why can't they be there to chase other POC dick? Okay, let's be real. If you're going to PV with all the white gays, do you think you're, they're there to, like, hook up with other POCs? Well, I know a bunch of Asians who went to PPV, not during New Year's Eve. It was, like, a month before. I don't okay, think they were there to hook point. up with white guys. No, what? but you're making a good point. The people who went to that party and at PV were there to be amongst whites. I think that white gays nowadays, I think they are, in terms of, like, social hierarchy, they're up there with the straight white men. Do you agree with that? Do you, do you, do you disagree? Like, what, what do you think? I think they have the same kind of white privilege and, like, yeah. white male privilege and all that. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I see that. Yeah. Like, I think they are more white and male than they are gay. Okay. Like the audacity, the caucasity of the things that they do sometimes <laughs> is ridiculous. Like we all saw the thing where like people were storming the Capitol, right? Yep. And then all the fucking white gays were thirsting over one of the people who were, who's a literal Nazi because yeah, he had a beard went, and a decent body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one who went viral because he was wearing that, ex, that um, costume thing. That costume thing that looked like Hammer Michaels. It's, oh, no, not that. <laughs> Cameron Michael's also a white gay. No, but like, it's, that's, I think that society no. it has moved past the point where we need white gays in our life. I, okay, so I, it's, yeah, it is white gays, but it's, I think in every race, there is that hierarchy as well. If you're fit, if you have a nice body, if you're conventionally, conventionally attractive, then you sort of hold this power and I think part of that is, <laughs> I think part of that is people like you who give them this power. What do you mean me? I don't know. When do I thirst it. over white gays? No, not white gays, but just hot gays. Okay, but like we're different Do you things. see the parallel? Do you see the parallel? Similarly to how white hot gays get their power from, you know, the other, because a lot of the gays over COVID thing was like, those gays versus the other gays, right? That was, there was sort of this civil war within the gay community of, oh, we're not like the other gays. You know what I mean? I do. Like, even though there is this civil war between the two sides, it's like, well, one side is giving power to the other side. And I think maybe moving forward, just because these gays are attractive and fit and whatever, maybe we should be less tolerant of their problematicness. Yes, but like name... Two problematic POC gays who are fit. You know what? I'm gonna do you one better. Do that guy that I had a, that I had a thing with a few years ago, and then recently I found out that he's. Oh, sorry. There's gonna be some discussion of uh, sexual abuse here. So there's a. Uh, oh, your face has changed. You know exactly what I'm gonna say. And you're, okay, but you, you also know that when I refer to things Hold like on. that, I am fully joking. Mine's like I am joking about it. Okay. So there's this guy that I had a thing with a few years ago. Recently, we found out that he raped um, a mutual friend. And 
I told you about it. And what did you ask me? Is he hot? Said, yes. <laughs> and then you asked me, what's his Instagram? I gave you his Instagram. And what did you do next? You freaking followed him. Did I? Oh, I, I know. I know I did. But like, who is he? I don't remember anymore. Well, I can't say his name on, on this thing. No, but you can, you can cut this part out. I, for my own reference, who is it? His name was... Oh! Okay, I do remember following him. I don't think he accepted my follow request, but... All I'm saying is that just because someone's hot, the, the, the normal gays are more willing to forgive them for their problematicness. And I think that's an issue that we, we need to... I think that's the deeper issue we need to address in the gay community. Yeah, I mean, yes, if you're conventionally attractive, you're going to be able to get away with more. I think that's just the way that society has. Right. But I think that's, that's what the greater learning lesson of all this gaze over COVID is, is that they're fucking shit. Like, I mean, maybe they're not shit people, but they're assholes for doing this. And oh, yeah. you know what I mean? It's so like you and I have been perfect either. Like we're not traveling. No. So yeah, I, I would like that to be the discussion but on the other hand so you know there's there was a lot of outrage everywhere on social media and you know there's also a lot of outrage over the outrage and then the outrage over the outrage of like like clap back over clap back Hashtag over clap back. gaze over covid over gaze <laughs> over gaze over gaze over covid yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but i like that there are a lot of people who are voicing their anger because i think you know, if you think about it, it means that these people are more likely to be following rules. And, you know, COVID could have been a lot worse without these people who are upset and angry because they're more likely to be strict, right? Like every safe person who's avoiding travel is, you know, potentially opening, freeing up a bed for, you know, innocent people who are catching it from these assholes. So, so that's how I'm thinking about this whole thing is that like, I'm glad other people are being vocal about their anger, even if I'm not. So, like, are you saying that cancel culture is okay? Dude, you can't answer that question with a simple yes or no because the, the cancel culture is so nuanced and everyone's de- definition of cancel culture is also very different. What do you mean everyone's okay. definition of cancel culture is very different? Because, like, well, there is the argument, like, who is actually really canceled from this? So I do think that, like, from what I've seen, like, let's use, for example, outside of the gay world, like, the people who stormed the Capitol. You find their identity and like they will lose their job. They will have to face real repercussions on what they did. But I yeah. think that cancel culture is important for like we, we cancel a lot. Like I think the internet cancels a lot of people, period. But I think there are certain things that you need to cancel and certain things that you need to educate on. Yeah, of course. Like for example, like Trisha Paytas. I am a oh, newborn Trisha Paytas stan. I love Trisha Paytas. And I don't necessarily think that people should be out here canceling her as much as they should be here to like educate her and like teach her why what she's saying is problematic. Because if you cancel someone, you're not going to learn from what you're being canceled for. All you feel is resentment and and anger. Are you really trying to say that people should be investing emotional energy to educate these people who stormed the Capitol? No, no, no. Like I, I, like I said this, like before this part, like there are certain things that you need to be canceled for, like that, for example, like that is a cancelable offense. It gets to the point like you can't educate someone on why, like you think white supremacy is like okay. Yeah, which is why I said there's no single definition to what is cancel culture. Why is it okay? Why is it not okay? Because it's so nuanced. Okay, I get your point. Come back, clap back. Go ahead. There's no clap back. There's no clap back. There's no clap back. No, there's no clap back. This is a discussion, Nuri. 
you, I think if you, we paint a broad stroke, yes, cancel culture is bad when it relates to people on the internet. However, Wait, it's bad. Cancel, it's bad. Yeah, like I don't. I fundamentally okay. I don't think cancel culture should necessarily be a thing. Oh. With stipends, obviously. Like I think if like someone made a point saying that like oh no one ever goes through like your old tweets looking for good things they look for bad things and i do think that people are able to grow and to change their opinion and like you know move on from things that they've said that were problematic especially like in the past three four years we've seen where people become more socially aware and like no we are more conscious of like things that are power imbalances in our lives that we're not we weren't aware of right i agree with you so like no, you don't need to cancel someone for a tweet that they made five, like 10 years ago because culture was different back then. Yep, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about gays over COVID. Then gays over COVID is a different thing. COVID, as, like, there's a pandemic right now. People are losing their jobs. We've both, we both know people who have personally been affected by COVID. Mm-hmm. Like, I know people who have know passed people, away. Like, we're only one or two degrees of separation away from someone who has passed away from COVID. We're yeah. one degree away from people who have had COVID right this is not just a party trend like this is not just a thing for you to like ignore and pretend like it won't affect you so like when it comes to canceling people like that i'm in full support of and then you had to come back with your patricia paytas to like argue your point and now you come back full circle (laughs) this is like and like i said people grow and they change their opinions whether or not it was from five minutes ago Question. Yeah. Going back to this argument about, you know, giving gays too much power, uh, are you going to follow fewer thirst traps? So, like, I, I will follow someone who's attractive, and then a few weeks later, I'll go through it and be like, you bring nothing to my life. So I'll unfollow them. <laughs> no, it's like, like, you're good to look at, but like, what do you bring to my life other than the fact? that you like maybe give me an erection like that doesn't do <laughs> like the today when i walked in on you <laughs> no not that <laughs> no not that i said on my way and i walk in and what are you doing i was you're flicking the bean <laughs> <laughs> first of all my clothes are still on like it's not like you walked in and it was like full peen everywhere Thank God for that. You know what I also liked recently that we saw is that listener DM that we got, you know, because you and I split DM, DMing our listeners. Oh. <laughs> so first of all, I want to say that, yeah, me and Lee share the pod, D- uh, pod Instagram, obviously. And we both will reach out to followers every so often, right? I would like to point out that very, like more often than not, people think that they're talking to me and not you. <laughs> and I don't understand that. There was a, there was one DM. Okay, the other we're gonna talk about the other DM. But like one of the DMs, you laughed saying "ba ha 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 ha," and they, I believe, they said, "Oh, I guess I'm talking to Nuri. I would recognize that cackle from anywhere." <laughs> Yeah. First of all, I don't cackle. <laughs> I don't cackle. You—that's literally your signature laugh. I scream. Anyways, 
Second point wasn't me. It was you. Okay, it was my. It was me. Yeah. So like, I would like to make it very clear that like me and Lee communicate in very different ways. If you find that the person who's messaging you is like sounds kind of boring or long-winded, it's probably Lee. <laughs> Fuck you. No. Where Where are the lies? Get to the get, get get to the point. Okay, tell the story. Okay, someone recently Lee was talking to someone on the pod Instagram, and it wasn't me. Okay, Lee was messaging back and forth with someone on our pod. No, IG. Nuri, no, 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 Nuri, you're no, you were messaging someone back and forth, and then halfway over, I took over, and so then at this point, he was asking who is he talking to, and I said, oh, it was Nuri. Now it's Lee, and then what did he say? Oh, he called. He said, oh, okay, I. I I don't remember what he said. I he said, tried to I can block tell, it out. I can, tell by, I can tell by how nice it is. <laughs> That's what he said. And then I was very quickly, and I started laughing. I said, uh, no, we're, we're equally mean. I think it's just that your Nuri is a lot more upfront about it. Because I don't like this idea that I come off to like the nicer person on this podcast when... I mean, I think compared to you, I'm still the nicer person. <laughs> okay, read me. Okay, <laughs> cool. Thanks. But but not by much. Not by much. Um, yeah, I thought that was really funny. And then he was like, "Oh," and then what did he say? He's like, "Oh, I guess you were just more se- talking to me now." He said, "Oh, now you're just more secret. You're just more secretive about your bitterness." He <laughs> said bitterness. <laughs> Which I think is ironic because I wasn't the one who was being like. I don't think I'm a bitter person. Do I? Am I a bitter person? <laughs> I don't think I'm a better person. I think, again, I'm just, like, I don't know. There are DMs that I will read and I won't reply to, and you hate that. Yeah, I always reply. Yeah, but sometimes I'm yeah. like, I don't, why, why do we have to re- reply to Hawaii Boy 8808? No, we don't. Not him. Okay, good. He's okay, what about that? He messages every day. Yeah, I think he messages like thousands of people every day, thousands of times. We should, if you're interested in um, an actual interview with him, like we'll be down. Yeah, we'll see about that one. I'm not sure. We'll see but, we did, but I did manage through my connections to line up a celebrity guest. That, oh my god, I'm excited about him. It'll, so, like, we'll, should we reveal who it is? Or no, of course not. Never reveal okay. who it is before it even like it's fine. <clears throat> True, but also to be fair, when we first saw him on TV, you do you remember where he first popped on? They were in part of a commercial, and after that commercial aired, everyone thirsted for him, including me. Oh, I see. So I like followed him. You know, obviously I've done the Google search of like blank bleep 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 nude, and like nothing ever came <laughs> up. Yeah. I'm yeah, excited. Yeah. Now he's on a network TV show and he's, he's not a Asian, but he's like a queer Asian, right? He's, he's a queer Asian, a, yeah. He recently Asian. came out, or last year or two years ago, he came out as being queer. Yeah. I'm super stoked <clears> for that. So uh, look forward to that. It's coming up. We're, we're, 2023. Is- Remember the confrontation story I told last week uh, of me in LA? Um, we're not beating a dead horse, okay? We we're do always that beating a dead horse. horse. No, 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 no. This this is important because I did I got something I didn't get something right. I was I think I told the story of how I confronted a really good friend, 
And it was like a very explosive confrontation back in LA. So after the episode aired, another friend reached out to me who was, who was, who, who was a close friend within that group. And he reminded me of a crucial part that I forgot. And that's the part that I blocked out of my memory because it's so terrible. So I had had like uh, friends with benefits with this friend for mm, a couple of years. He was very noncommittal. Um, and I'm, I'm more of a monogamous person. So I didn't move it to the next level. I didn't, you know, we're just, we're just having fun um, for a couple of years on and off. And, but I did tell my very close friend about this. Like my close friend group knew about this person. Come to find out this very close friend who I confronted, um, he went behind my back and hooked up with this friend. The person that you were friends with benefits with hooked up with your friend? Uh, my close friend hooked, hooked up, up with, with my friend with benefits. Yeah. I just, Did you have feelings for this person or no? Oh, yeah. I, I had very, like, I was, I had very, very strong feelings for this person. I caught feelings. And then I told this close friend about it. Like, we talked about it all the time. Why do you always get betrayed by people that you care about? Not- <laughs> Why do people like to betray you? <laughs> they see you and they're like, hmm, this seems like someone that I could, like, betray their trust. I don't think they're out to get me. I mean, the two... Okay, I know what you're referring to. It's, you know, I, I, I truly, I don't think people are out to get me. I think it's an issue of a lack of consideration. And the stories are not the same. You know, there's very key differences between the two stories. I think, I think that maybe, like, you just have really hoary friends. <laughs> like, they think with their dick you mouth. Included? Like, oh. You included? <laughs> At me, bitch! <laughs> At me! No, but it's, it's, I think... If within the gay community, there's a pre- prevalent like me culture, right? Like my pleasure before anything else. They're not thinking about me. Why should they, right? It's just, I'm going to do this and feel good and whatever. And then not really care about what, how it's going to affect my friend. I think the weirder part about all this is that like, and this is what I want to get out, is that like when, when my friend reminded me of this story, I was like, holy shit, how did I completely block this out? Because even when he was telling me the details, I was like, so much of this, I don't even remember. Do you know why? Why? Years of depression will block off your memory. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no, I'm not even like, I'm being fully serious. Okay. I, you know, you might be onto something. It disappeared from my memory, but the impact is still there. Because oh. when it sort of happened again, like I reacted. just Triggered. triggered. I was so triggered. And... I think you're, you know, your twenties are such formative years, and I think it's important to work on yourself to not let these experiences affect you in the in in a negative way. But like sometimes they sort of come back and have like a weird way of catching up with you when you don't ex- expect it, like your past. This might be a weird thing to like tie into things, but like I think as being gay and Asian people, we tend to repress a lot in terms of like. Yeah. It's just a thing that we do. We repress things just so we can like survive. And like, it's like, obviously like the best way to deal with it is to like face it and like talk about it and to confront it. But like, I think everyone probably has something that they've repressed because they don't want to face the reality of what it is. Yeah. Right. And it's hard. I mean, like you don't know what triggers you and why it triggers you until you really do a deep dive. And like, sometimes you can't do a deep dive because you, try to forget the bad things that happened. Yeah. Like, I think this is not an experience that, you, that is unique to our community, but like, 
I think with, because of our cultural backgrounds, like we do repress a lot more than like other people speaking for myself. Yeah. I, I, I get what you mean. And then it just makes us distrustful or and- bitter. Apparently. <laughs> so jason listened to the last episode and he said oh i just i wish i could just give you guys a hug i'm like oh shit do we are we coming off like, <laughs> like is that is that how it's coming across damn the same uh, one who called me bitter i don't want to hug no, diff- <laughs> different oh oops is that the bitter side of me <laughs> I'm glad that we bonded over the fact that I was authentically trash. Sure. I mean, like, (laughs) okay. So like the topic today is going to be authenticity period. But I mean, like, I know you recently had some problem with someone who called you out for not being authentic on the internet. Yeah. I, I, (laughs) it bothered you. Yeah. I took him off his birthday and um, yeah, it bothered me because I was so used to hearing the opposite, you know, that I'm too real both as a positive and a negative. And so to hear that, it was kind of weird. I mean, I think old me would have told him to bite off, but through growth <laughs> and meditation and journaling, like now I process feedback differently. Like, you know, I think about it and especially when it comes from a close friend like that, because you always have to consider your source, right? You should have clapped back and been like, what would you know about authenticity? <laughs> <laughs> Before I even said <laughs> He volunteered that information. He's like, well, I'm, he's not very authentic. He acknowledges and he, it. He acknowledges it because he, he, he purposely is not authentic. But still, it's crazy me. to me. What's crazy to you? The fact that you, you're aware that you're creating this false image of, okay, I mean, like, it depends on what you, what you think authenticity is. I think there are different definitions. Um, I think the can't answer is just, you know, being real, being real, being yourself, right? Living according to your own set of rules and not worrying about other people's perception of you. And like, because the opposite of that, like being inauthentic is curating this image of yourself that is precisely according to um, how you want others to perceive you. Yes. Which is what I think, which is what he does. Not just him, but like, I think a lot of people do that. And I, I think there's some merit to it as well. I know you disagree with this one. I okay. <laughs> I think there's a difference between being authentic and being transparent. You can be yep. as authentic as possible while reveal like keeping something secret, right? You don't have to be yes. fully transparent about every aspect of your life on social media. You don't, right? But authenticity isn't just transparency, and transparency isn't authenticity. You can be very transparent but fake at the same time. Can you? Yes. You can be transparent about things that you want other people to hear to gain their pity. Do you oh. know what I mean by that? Like, like, <laughs> like you can be very transparent about the things that you're struggling with in order to get the, the attention that you want without being authentic about the fact that like, you might not necessarily think you like, I don't know how to word it, but do you know what I mean? I think what you're saying is people who are selectively transparent. And I also don't think that anyone ever is fully transparent or fully authentic too. But I mean, like we're talking about like the full, the wide, we're not talking about the in-between. We're talking about the ranges of authenticity. Yeah, no, right? I, I agree. I think it's, it's like a spectrum. There's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's not, it's not, I don't know. I think it's, I think there are more people 
on the further ends of either side rather than in the middle. I think that's what we're talking about. We're not talking about the people in the middle. We're talking about the people who are on either ends of being really trans, really authentic or being not authentic at all. Yeah. Well, after that happened, you and I, you and I went through my feed and what it was, it was like X, which is my dog, um, yeah. drag queens. Self, there's a picture of a selfist, <laughs> which is my so favorite think, festival. So I think what he was critiquing wasn't the fact that you're not authentic on social media. I think more so what he wanted to say is that you're not transparent on social media. No, he's pretty good with his words. So he knows what he was saying, but you're right though. Like outside of this podcast, I'm a very closed off person and I'm selective with who I open up to. And I mean, friends have even commented how weird it is to hear me be so open on this podcast, but I can do that because I pretend it's just us, it's just us talking. And then on IG, you know, I have my close friends of like 20 people and that's where the real shit goes down. I'm just, I'm just not a very open person. Yeah. You know? But does it mean that, but you not being an open person and you not putting that on social media means that you're being more authentic too right because you're authentically portraying yourself as someone who isn't the most open <laughs> yeah. right yeah, i don't think i'm inauthentic so fuck you <laughs> <laughs> i think i come from the opposite side of the spectrum of you though whereas like my entire thing is i'm we've had this conversation before where i'm like i'm very very transparent about a lot of things or like I at least portray the idea that I'm very transparent about a lot of things, right? Yes. But I think once you get to know me, you know that there are a lot more things that I hide than I share, even though I portray the idea of being very transparent. Yeah. But do you think that means I'm not, a, in your personal opinion, do you think that means I'm less authentic or more authentic for doing that? Oh, I don't think anyone would say that you're not authentic. I yeah. think that's sort of your brand. Authenticity. Authenticity. Authentically shitty. But yeah, oh, 100%. But also, <laughs> I sometimes like go between the lines of thinking that I'm very authentic and like sometimes bordering on the slightly less authentic side. But I post things. I don't know if this is a good scale of measurement, but I'll post something and I don't think I'll ever take the time to go through and see who liked it. Do you think that's like a measure of authenticity on social media? that you don't go through to see wait do a lot of people do that i i only do that when i like someone do you oh uh, <laughs> okay you, that's not can that's we not name, can we think of two no, can we think of people we can think of people this is not we've been in the same room content. where people have posted a story and then took the time to scroll through every single person okay, who watched stop, that story stop, stop okay why is it only good to be authentic when you're showing the positive sides of you and not when you're a trash human being I think you should be, if you're a truly authentic person, you should show every aspect of yourself, whether it's good or bad. And I think I've been very, very badly bitten. Like a lot of people dislike me because I'm too, I'm not going to use the word authentic. I'm too vocal about what I think. And I'm not going to diminish or I'm not going to dilute my opinions to appeal to the masses when I know that I don't need to. I think that's a better way of being yourself on the internet. I don't know. I grew up on a weird time. <laughs> internet, though. Yeah, I think there's a, I do think even though we're only a few years apart that there is a difference there because I can't imagine being, uh, be as open as you on the internet. Cause like for so long, my, my Instagram was private. I, this is yeah. this year, the first year I've opened it up to public, you know, you've had Tumblr and you've yeah. 
shared some very dark thoughts on there. Yeah, I cultivated a brand of being very transparent about, you know, mental illness and like depression and coming up and like struggles of day-to-day life. And I think that in return has turned some people off of me. But I think that also because I was able to put that authentic foot forward, like the people that I resonated with will always resonate with. Yeah. And I don't, so like for me, like I'm very against the idea of like clout chasing or like trying to portray this image of someone that you're not and like trying to do all these things to appeal to the masses when you should realize that like, why does it matter to have all these people agree with you on something when it's better to have the people who truly agree with you agree with you okay let's talk about cloud chasing cloud chasing is just an unfortunate side effect of social media being so prevalent in our lives i think you know we talk about validation all the time like we've said it like episode after episode of episode i think cloud chasing is just that it has a negative connotation to that word but at the end of the day why why do people cloud chase it's because they want validation they want love they want power. They want security. Like yeah. it's things that a lot of people want, and they've seen cloud chasing as just a Work. way to get there. Oh. Yes, but I also maybe have the school of thought that like the reason why you constantly keep chasing that is because you're never going to be able to get it. Not in the true form. <laughs> no, not in the true form. Because like if you purposely do something that like like if you're sharing not your true opinion but you're sharing an opinion that you think will get people to like you you are receiving huh. validation but like this isn't true validation in terms of who you are as a person this but isn't if receiving it gets validation them what they want if it gets them a tiktok followers if it gets them instagram followers so what but they keep chasing it so that becomes a vicious cycle like you keep putting that forward and you keep hoping mm. that this is what you want this is what you get but you never feel fulfilled from it and you keep wanting more because it's never aligned with what you truly think. Do you know what I mean by that? That I agree. I think, I don't think there's ever a limit to how much clout you can have. Yeah. And like, it gets to a point where you tie yourself up because you no longer are able to diminish, like distinguish what you truly think and what you think other people think you should think. Also think that like, (laughs) I, is it better to get the attention of a hundred people who like you because you put a certain side of you forward or is it better to have like three or four people who genuinely like you because they like you? Obviously I agree with the latter, but I think for some people it's a numbers game and it is the former. I think, I think society rewards nothing. We reward money, success, fame with what, with more money and more success and more fame. And a lot of the times to get there, the behaviors that we use is destructive, like to ourselves and to the collective. I think that's why I'm so adverse to watching TikToks now because I feel like a lot of the TikToks that I see are people trying to appeal to them, like trying to get people's like I don't know how to word this. Like I <laughs> no, that, I think people the try on TikToks. I get what you're saying. So like well, that's why I'm so adverse to the idea of like you saying that like, you want to make TikToks because I don't think that's who you are as a person. I thought there's anything wrong with making TikToks. It's the creativity that draws me in. I mean, I also think it's a game. A numbers game or like just like a game of like getting attention? You know, a game of seeing if you can go viral. But, you know, it is it is shrouded in this idea of clout chasing. But I don't know. I don't have any problem with it. But recently, like I've been hanging out with, you know, our friend, our mutual friend. And he went viral on, on TikTok. And Okay, you can't you use know, the word viral. You throw that word around so much. He has like 
he has like 30k followers that's, that's pretty not that much. that's not that much in the grand scheme of things that's not that much okay 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 i so don't like, wanna, no but i, I also feel like you're putting that image into people. their ID head too like you're contributing to that that you think saying oh my god you have thirty thousand followers on tiktok you're doing great it keeps feeding them like they want more now because they received that validation so who are you to tell them to not get that but do you not think that staying humble is better why would you want to feed their ego how do you know they're not staying humble because i know the person we're talking about you know <laughs> what i think it's very humble seriously so what kind of humbleness is oh i posted a tiktok but it didn't get a lot of views so i'm going to delete it because it didn't get enough engagement what is that what does that to do, what does that have to do with hum, with humility if you're if you're a if I'm you're sure. a humble person you'll say oh a hundred people looked at it thank you hundred people who looked at it not oh my god a hundred people looked at it that's not enough i'm gonna delete it <laughs> no how do you not see like, what i'm saying i don't see that as at all i think i don't know i don't have that negative of a like a view on tiktok i guess me but then again again i come from the complete opposite side of the spectrum where i think I think true authenticity is being a shitty, like revealing that you're a shitty person and letting it fly. Oh, what the fuck? I know Do you not disagree? agree? I, no, I disagree. You think that if you're a shitty person, you should not show that side of you. I think there are varying, like, I think people have different, different definitions of what shitty is. You know, I think there are some inherently shitty qualities that a person can have, like, you know, aggression or like, stuff like that and then yeah those are negative traits that i don't think should be celebrated i think those are traits that you should try to work on to improve yourself okay i don't think authenticity is just some excuse for you to act shitty on the internet and i'm not saying that it's an excuse i think that it's in my school of thought i think if you're a shitty person and you put that out there it's a better thing like in relation to gays over covid you said that it's better for some people to not show that they're going to PV than it is to show everyone that they're going to PV. Like, yep. you you side you err on the side of like if you go to PV, don't post it because people are going to judge you for it. I err on the side of if you're already being shitty, don't be double shitty because I think putting that stuff on social media is just flaunting it. Like that's a whole another level. If you're already being shitty and unsafe, at least that's just you being shitty. Why do double that? Because. Then, then my school of thought is that the people who are, I would rather people who go to PV, for example, and show it, I'd rather them show it because now I know as someone else to avoid you as a person. But if you're being secretive about the fact that you're going to PV and like you are hiding the fact that you're doing sketchy shit, how am I supposed to be, okay, with, with the, you know, if COVID, like, because COVID is a thing, like, I know to stay away from you. Like, uh-huh. we've had friends who go, who have gone to parties. Uh-huh. And we both acknowledge that they don't post about it. Uh-huh. And we also wouldn't post about it if it was us, too. Yeah. <laughs> but do you not think it'd be better for others to know that if we were to be partying with other people, that they would get a heads up to avoid us if they needed to? Well, I think that if you are being social and traveling then it is on it's on you to be responsible about others why would you bring that level of public outrage on yourself because if you're aware that you're doing a bad thing and you're hiding the fact you're doing a bad thing you're not a good person whereas if you're doing a bad thing but you're at least telling the world that you're being a shitty person 
people can steer away. There are more positive outcomes from that than the other way around. I, I see your point. I just don't see why someone would do that. Like you're trying to make people show their shitty selves. And I'm going to re- relate this in a different context then. Like if someone like bleep bleep is such a shitty person, isn't it better for them to be authentically shitty on the internet so someone can not cancel him, but like call him out than someone who puts on a front and have other people praise and worship him? Do you hear what you're saying? Right <laughs> yes. Yes. Why would a person's goal to be is why would a person's goal be to get canceled by the internet? People want to be liked. People want validation. Why would they try? I'm trying to just say that like what you would rather them do. I'm trying to say that like authenticity will go both ways no matter what. Whether you show you're a good person or a bad person, what? being authentic no matter what has a positive outcome. Maybe not for you personally, but for great the greater whole, yeah, it's better. What? No, like if Who, if you This is turning out to be that mask episode. <laughs> My worst fears. You okay. know what I mean. I'm making a very clear point. It might not be beneficial to you to show everyone that you're a bad person. But for the greater whole of everyone else, it's better to know that there's a shitty person out there. I do you know what I mean though? I hope you know what I mean. You say that you're authentically a shitty person. But if a person were to scroll through your Instagram feed, do you think that the takeaway they would have is that you are a shitty person? No, because you carried an image for yourself just like everyone else. You don't present... To be fair, I think I've... The way I use social media or Instagram specifically now is a lot more different from the way I wanted to use it because I now... There came a point in my life where I became upper management in my company. And I had a very distinct, like, I remember having a conversation with them where they said, you can't be like this on social media if you're going to have a position of management because you represent us now. Well, then why don't you just uh, make your profile private and just uh, be as fucked up as you can. Stop chasing that cloud. Oh, but wait, who's the one posting on Reddit on Lady Boners saying, oh, follow me at Durian Seas at Instagram. I can walk followers too. I don't know what we're talking about now. I can I can want validation. I'm allowed to get followers that I want to. You're still putting forth this this curated image of yourself and getting validation for that. So what, are you being inauthentic? No, because, okay. <laughs> I don't know how to, what are my thoughts on this? Like, I'm not afraid to say the things I say on my pod, on the podcast. To yeah, the point where like, you have to you, censor me. Oh, I ask you if you would like me to censor you and you so you, you usually say no. I'm like, okay, fine. I will not edit this out. But some of these things I, you know, I, I tried to tell you because like you said, you're in upper management. Like you have coworkers who listen to this. It's not. So what do you cool. think? Do you think I'm doing the right thing or do you not think I'm doing the right thing by trying to control my image on social media a little bit? <laughs> I think like a lot of other people, you are choosing validation over your own definition of true authenticity. And that's, and that's fine. But, you know, just don't police other people for being inauthentic for yes. Because I think everyone just, people know what they're doing. Okay. If it, it, if it's not bothering you, why? Because I think the, okay. Cause I truly think the world would be a better place if people were just a little bit more authentic on social media. I agree. I agree with that. I do. I, like, I agree with that. Again, that's why I have strong, strong opinions on stuff like this, because I'm not here to 
appeal to the masses with my opinion. I'm here to sway one or two people into thinking maybe this is a better thing to do than to go about my ways before. But I, I agree fair. with you though. Is that like being authentic on social media, this whole idea of foregoing perfectionism, um, showing vulnerability, um, you know, maybe saying words and thoughts that we think privately, but maybe not realizing that other people share those ideas too. I think that's part of the, I think that's part of the reason some of the episodes perform really well. Like those are the ones that we hear back from the most, like yeah. or the, the body dysmorphia one, or when we are talking about the meat in the mean gaijins episode, when we're talking about how some gays would move cities to another city to find a community. Like those are ideas that I think resonate with people. Yeah. And I think I'm that's not- from us being, you know, authentic and vulnerable about our past and our struggles. Well, we had like a brief argument about how strong I come across on certain things because I really sway on the extremes of things, right? Yeah. When it came to dating, like that was a big thing. The way we argued about that. <laughs> we did. We fully had an argument about it. <laughs> but like at the end of the day, the messaging we agreed on, like you, you're more so the voice of like, society like you understand what works to appeal to more people because that's the messaging that is better quote unquote right oh but do i i thought we learned that this year i don't really know (laughs) you don't but you do like you you're not wrong in saying that when it in regards to dating like yeah you should put your best foot forward in every aspect to get as many people as possible to have a bigger dating pool right Whereas my opinion was that, why do you need to care about that? Because you should be yourself. And like, if you get one or two people who truly resonate with you, it's better than to have a hundred people who you don't care about. Oh, see, but, but we talked about this after, which is that there's, we're talking to extremes. I think there's the middle ground that we're trying to go move towards. But we that want that middle ground for the people listening to decide for themselves. Yes. Yes. I don't want to feed you an opinion of the in-between because you can hear how extreme I come across and decide whether or not you agree with me. And I don't need you to agree with me. I would rather you disagree with me because that provokes thought in how you want to go about your life. Mm. Right? Mm. So like, maybe I'm authentically a piece of shit for being like super loud, but like also I'm happy with it. No, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with the fact that people more than not disagree with me. No, but people agree with you, especially about the confrontation stuff with all the feedback that we've gotten. Really? At least on my side, people were like, yeah, I probably would have done the same as Nuri and not confront or whatever. It's I think our audiences are very non-confrontational. I've only had one person say that they agreed with me and that they were really frustrated with the conversation <laughs> and, and <laughs> they were frustrated with you. Um, but okay, we're, we're talking in polarities here again. And I don't want this to be of like, oh, Lee is all about inauthenticity and Nuri is all no. about No, 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 no. We're, we're not, not saying that. That's not what we're saying here, because I, I uh, fundamentally I agree with you. I just think that we shouldn't you view it through people. the lens of the world in reality. And in, dis- in addition to that, I also think just because, and you and I have both have friends who like. Yeah. That's where a lot of this comes from is that we have friends who are who have big followings. Who you know whether they did it through inauthentic or authentic means. Um, it doesn't. I don't think that takes away from who they are as people it for in certain instances, you know, you see them one way and then you see them on social media, a completely different way. If they don't, if you don't care about that, fine. 
do whatever you yeah. want but like just yeah. know that like if you have friends and, and 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 you're presenting yourself one way and then people are talking behind your back because they're like oh he's not like this at all and like bleep bleep king tiktok literally i saw someone share his tiktok today about yeah like, me too bleep bleep yeah he shared it and i'm like if you only knew the yeah. real bleep bleep like because i've known him for a long time like yeah. from back in the day and yeah it's like if you started talking about i don't know what would be something that's so inauthentic for you to talk about uh <laughs> i don't this know is how, i love myself this is how i found love for myself <laughs> oh yeah self-love if you ever hear me saying stuff about self-love, you know that I'm fucked. You guys, you can cancel me anytime. You can call <laughs> me out. Say my name. At me. Okay, so I have a little surprise for you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Since you're leaving, I thought we would count down top nuri and lee moments from the last year <laughs> i don't know what are the top okay i a list because this is my surprise for you so so do you want to talk about reveal your news yeah so um i found out in mid-december that my work has asked me to move to a different province and to be fair i don't think it took much consideration because i've always wanted to get away and i've always wanted to have a quote unquote like fresh start in a different place. Will I be gone by yeah. the time this episode comes yeah. out? You're already yeah. gone. You're I'll be you're gone by dead. the time this comes out. Mm-hmm. And like the funny thing is that like a lot of people have messaged Lee about <laughs> if he's gonna be okay or not that I'm going. And Five I would like to people. put out there that we are not in a codependent relationship. <laughs> And it's not just like one or two questions. Are you going to be okay? It's like some of them are like, are you sure? Are you really going to be okay? Oh, I don't know. I'm like, what the fuck? And they haven't even messaged you. They're our friends. Why have they not messaged? You know, hey, I know you guys are listening no. to this. It's, I don't think it's cool that none of you have messaged him individually. I think it might come from the fact that like, I'm very detached. And like, they probably read that as like, he'll be fine. He's the one who made that decision. Whereas like, for you, it's like my decision has impacted you. <laughs> like there's more and like no i get it but like also i'm not as i don't oh. like i don't think most people keep in touch with people that they've been friends with for 10 years i think some people do but i don't think most people do <laughs> because to be fair every person who i've stopped talking to okay i'm gonna stop talking to you a lot of people that i've stopped talking to has also stopped talking to me yeah because it takes two to tangle. Yeah. So like I maybe lean on the side of like more people are like, okay with the fact that like people in their lives will drift apart and like go into different orbits. Like I get it. I think it's well, a normal thing. I'm not going to stop talking to you, but oh I my start- God, we have a podcast to do. Of course we can. Oh, I don't know. I thought, what, what is it you were just saying a few minutes ago about people drifting apart naturally? Isn't that what you plan to do with me? Yeah. I, I plan to leave you for, for Calgary. Well, that's, that is what you're doing. No, but like, I don't want to say it like that. <laughs> also, I realize that I don't think the listeners ha- know how this friendship formed. <laughs> is that going to be part of your top 10 moments? Because I'll, okay, I'll let you go. Just go. No, because the top 10 moments is just within the last year. But if you want to go from the beginning, oh. go ahead. 
What did we? No, no, what no, no, it's fine. We're, we're good. Let's let's go from the beginning. Let's go from the beginning. I don't know. Okay. And I also, met... this is very fresh to my knowledge because I don't remember this. I didn't remember this when you brought it up last night. So Nuri and I met. I don't know, like three, three, four years ago, just in passing. We met. I remember. I remember the night we met. We met on Davy Street, not at Junction, but we met because I was with my friend Ricky, and you were with Don, and you guys were coming outside of coming out of Max, which is uh. that comedian store at the corner. Yeah. And then Nuri wanted to introduce introduce me to Don because he. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, that. So Ricky wanted to introduce me to Don because he's like, oh, you have to meet me, my friend Don. He's so cool. He's so mature. You know, you really like him. And then you just happen to be a tag along. You know, fast forward, like, you know, we, we do the thing where we follow each other on Instagram. And, um, you know, then I just start getting these really thirsty messages oh. from you. you asked me on March 18, 2018. I do, do, you watch, I can't, do not timestamp this. Oh my God. Do you watch Drag Race 2? And I said, yes, God. And then you said, oh my God, I guess you can come over and watch only if you put your penis in me. Did I start <laughs> off with that? I hate myself. It keeps going. On, I'm not going to put a tampon on this next one, but I guess it was maybe a few weeks later. You asked me what I was doing I told on a Friday night and I told you what I was doing. You know, uh, and then you said, Oh, I was hoping you would say me because I need to get fucked. But never mind, boring. It's like, I don't remember saying these things, but I mean, I don't doubt that I said these things. And the next one is, so no, are you no coming more. after the wedding for some head or? <laughs> what wedding were you at? Um, I, was at a, I was at my coworker's wedding. It was an Indian wedding. And then my response was, are you giving? And then you said, yes. And then I said, ha 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 ha. Oh my God. Swerved. <laughs> oh, and then you sent me a photo, which I'm guessing it was kind of scandalous because scandalous because my response was "nuri" in all caps with an exclamation point at the end, and then you wrote "lol." <laughs> anyway, the beginnings of a beautiful friendship. Um, so like from from what I remember, truly, like I don't know what. Okay, with all that aside. <laughs> Are you gonna I'm literally, gonna, I'm literally gonna repress that are, memory again. Are you gonna raw me if I come? <laughs> I'm literally gonna repress these memories. Like I'm triggered <laughs> <laughs> by your own words. Yeah. Um. What was I gonna say? I don't know what happened, but I we started hanging out properly in like October of 2018, 2019. Yeah. And. I don't know. I don't remember that night. I truly don't. But I do know that for, I think you drove us home that night, right? Maybe. I don't remember that part. Cause like we went out like that was, was my, my LA, I, hmm? it was my LA, my LA friends were visiting. So I brought out some people, they brought out some people and then, and Dom brought you out. But then what, what happened that night to make us click? It was because you kept making fun of people. Like you kept calling people Lizzo, Nicole Byer. And I thought that was so funny because you and I both have very offensive humor. And I just really clicked with you based on that. So like me being authentically a piece of trash attracted you to being my friend. Yeah, pretty much. Huh. Huh. Cause like I, I honestly, after that, it seemed like we were inseparable almost. Pretty much. Right. Like right after you- that, like we started hanging out like, every day like every other day at least yep 
And then come Christmas time, I think by that point, we literally saw each other almost every day. And then when we had that stay at home order, I saw you every day. It's <laughs> yeah. so like our friendship really fast tracked in the span of like a few months. Yeah. It's crazy. It's thanks to COVID, thanks to thirst traps, thirsty messages. No, I don't think that had anything to do with it. I don't even remember sending those to you. It's, it's, it's been, it's, it could put that, we can put that in the path. <laughs> <laughs> At least they, I didn't spring it up to you by surprise. You sprung it up on me <laughs> last night. I was caught off guard. <laughs> Not during recording. Um, okay. Yeah, no, I, you've really, you've really been there for me this year. I tried. Did Is you? that why people ask? <laughs> I'm, just I'm leaving um, the chat. Well, there were those few times when where I questioned your motives, but you know, every time I found out something bad, I always came to you like yeah. directly. I was like, okay, you know what? Even though I was told not to tell you this, I have to come to you because I need to get this out. You know, I need to make sure that you're not fucking me over. You know, yeah. and I'm glad because every time that happened, and there were a few times, I don't know why people kept bringing me bad news about you. Because I am bad news, baby. <laughs> You take the good, you take the bad. I do fundamentally believe that I am a chaotic person and I do bring a lot of chaos into people's lives, but I mean, I hope I bring more good too. Yeah, no, I think we've gotten stronger after every, oh. every situation. Um, Anyways, what's this segment that you're talking about? Oh yeah, so top moments with Nuri and Lee. Okay, these are very, very like, grass, like bra just brainstormed, okay? They're not, I didn't put them in order. <laughs> well, okay, one of my favorite memories is when we played Taboo <laughs> during the cabin trip where I think, I forgot, oh man, I wish I remember, I could remember what the word was that made us both go, oh yeah, that. Do you remember? We've had that multiple times. We did that multiple we did. times. I, I remember one of them was shuffling. Like the word was shuffling and you pointed at our mutual friend and then you didn't even say anything. You literally pointed at him and I said, shuffling. <laughs> I love that. But wait, no. wait. My favorite one, just to add on, is the fact that I think the word was uh, sales or like discounts. And you were the one giving me that word. And you're like, oh, what do people go to the mall for? And I said water fountains. <laughs> what the fuck? Fountains. <laughs> what is... I don't even... Okay. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's like an Asian people mall thing. I didn't yeah. know Asian people went to the mall just for fountains. 100%. I have a lot of Asian black hole, like Asian American, Asian Canadian black holes. In a sense that like I didn't watch anime. I don't know anything about... Okay, like, okay. if you remove that, do you think people go to fucking... Um, oh, what's that mall called? Pacific do you think mall. people go to America? Do you think Asian people go to Americana for the shops or do you think they go there for the water? Uh, see, you don't really, I mean, there are Asian people there, but they're not, they're by no means the majority. Okay, but they're, the people who are every, there, do you not find, every, if you like look back. The Americana, everyone crowds around the fountains. I crowd around, oh, I guess I'm Asian. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the next one. Okay, do you remember, um, remember when that time you, you took over my chat with someone, um, Bumble. It was a hot doctor and I had it been like a solid, like a few days of like back and forth between us where, you know, I'm doing just <laughs> fine. 
Paul, Paul Docker, and I was doing just fine. But you looked at the, you, you read our conversation. You're like, oh, you're so boring. Let me spice this up for you. Oh. And then you went in with some like thirsty ass messages. And what did he do next? He gave me a phone number and told me to text him and then unmatch me. And then it turns out it was a fucking fake number. So like, I still stand by the fact that like, maybe he accidentally gave you the wrong number. Why would he unmatch me? Maybe, I, I don't know. I'm not a hot doctor. <laughs> Notice how I don't ask you to write any of my Tinder messages. No, I, I've noticed. I've noticed. I've noticed. Yeah, I don't like your way. You're, you're too thirsty. You, you message someone like you are way uglier than you actually are. Is that a compliment? That it's feels a compliment like a backhanded compliment. It's, it's, a, it's a compliment on your looks. Because I think your messages work with a certain subset of people. I'm pointing at the camera. You're pointing at me? Yeah, I'm pointing at you. No, I'm not pointing at you. I mean, like... Your text messages did not work on me. Hello? I swear the shit out of you. (laughs) Hello? 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 No. Yeah. (laughs) Let's move on. You know, okay, no, the next one. I'm good. No? Okay. Okay. This next one is not as funny, but I, this was after I had caught you in a big lie. And I don't really remember what the lie was about because there were a few <laughs> this year. But afterwards, we actually had a heart to heart on your couch where you told me about why you tell lies. Yeah. It's, in- it's instinctual for me. Which is insane. Yeah. I hope I'm you're working better. on it. You know that I'm working yeah, on it. I know you're working on it. You see, I think more so now, you see me wanting, instinctually going for a lie and then stopping myself. Because <laughs> I give you a look. I'm like, don't even try. You don't give me, no, no, no. You don't give me a look. I, I, I stop myself. When I call you out, it's because I want, okay, this is going to sound so sanctimonious. I'm sorry, you guys. But when I call you out, it's not because I want to feel better than you. It's because I care about you and I want you to be a better person. Yeah, but like I'm authentically a trash person. That's no, this. No, this no. is what the real. No, no, it's, no, no. Don't say that. That's not true. You just took that quiz. I told you you're not a shitty person. Remember, you were so I proud. Said that of I was you. slightly narcissistic, but like not as narcissistic as half of our friends. So, okay. oh my god, stop. Oh. Okay, moving on. Um, Maggie Q. The night we Boy. met Maggie Q. <laughs> We haven't told the story on the pod, I don't think. Have we? No. Ah, what happened that night? We were at Lee's birthday at a karaoke bar. And everyone was thirsting over this guy. And he was with his friend. And we were like, oh, you're so pretty. Like, you look so familiar. Like, do we, do we know you from something? <laughs> and she came back with like, oh, I'm an actress. <laughs> and then I don't know how it started happening. But like, if no, it worked on around that like, no, he was, was friends. I started it because I said, she, I, I noticed that she looked like Maggie Q. So I actually went up to her and I said, you know, you look like Maggie Q. And then she said, maybe I am. To be fair, in, in retrospect, she didn't lie. <laughs> she didn't say I am. She said, maybe I am. So we spent that entire night under the assumption that she was Maggie Q. Yeah. And yeah. I, even even me, while I, she was telling you about her crazy lesbian drug like i was under the impression that we were actually with maggie q like i watched her in nikita like 
I watched her in a bunch of no. I watched her in the keto and like I I loved her, and I was like looking at pictures of her and I was looking at pictures of like Maggie Q in front of me and I'm like they look similar enough. <laughs> I'm like ma- makeup, you know. And I, I think the the night slowly ended off with like, I think you left first, and then yeah. I was texting you, and I went with her, one of my and two of my friends, and the cute boy that everyone thought was cute. And then we went back to my friend's apartment, and then my friends are like eating out this guy's asshole after a <laughs> night of being like on the dance floor with no prep, <laughs> as in like preparation, which is fine, you know, like <laughs> you know, extra flavor, etc. But throughout lava, that entire moment, like, cake. sorry, chocolate lava cake, chocolate lava cake, yeah. Um, and then like me and Maggie Q were outside smoking, and she was talking about how she like. How it's interesting, how she has a lot of gay friends and like she had a um, lesbian lover at one point. And my mind was being blown by the fact that like Maggie (laughs) Q was sitting in front of me, coming out to me, telling me that she was in love with a girl and that girl was in love of her life at one point. And like she had DUIs and like she did, she drank a lot and she like did heavy drugs. And the entire time I'm texting texting you, like, yeah, yeah, you're texting me everything. Yeah, like Maggie Q just told me that she's a lesbian. She has DUIs. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're yeah. missing a key part though, because during the night when you guys were hanging out, she had referred to herself by her real name the whole time, and you just never caught on. No, because I was too amazed by the fact that Maggie Q was spilling the tea with me. At, okay, you don't know this, but like at one point, I truly thought, could I go to TMZ with this news and make money off of it? <laughs> I truly wondered, like, if I secretly record this conversation with Maggie Q, like, will I be able to, like, spill the tea and, like, you know, break her career? No, but, like, literally, like, a few days later, like, me and my other friend, we were looking at pictures of her and looking at pictures of Maggie Q, like, side by side on two different phones. And we, (laughs) like, realized that, you know, makeup does a lot, but not that much. Yeah. That was, no, that was you and me the next day when we found her real Instagram account. Because you had forgot that she we were her real we name. were under the impression it was a pseudonym. Oh, is that what, is that what happened? And then we scrolled, far, we scrolled way back, and there is like she herself put up a picture of her and like Maggie Q next to each other, and her caption was ten year challenge." So like I actually at that point we still weren't sure a hundred percent. We're like, wait, did she just age ten years from the, from the two pictures? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I still have the screenshots of her combo from that night. That's that was a great, great. Do we have screenshots? Oh, I'm sure we have screenshots. Oh yeah, we can, we can put it on the pod. It's pretty funny. Are you ready to move on to the next one? What's the last one? Yeah, oh, we, I have a lot more, but I don't think um, we don't need to get through all of these. Bullet, bullet through them. I I honestly I appreciate you so much for. Shut up. Oh, what? I didn't even say anything yet. I said no, I appreciate. Because you know how I sort of, because there were a lot of things happening, like around March, April, would you say? Like that was when things really went down for me. Um, yeah. Like I lost my appetite. And you like multiple times ordered food for me. But that's just a normal thing to do for friends. Oh, that's normal. But like drift, drifting apart is also normal. Yes. I stand by that. Oh my God. Fine. Drift apart. Bye. But we have a podcast to do. <laughs> there are a few more, but you know what? Let's we can we can save that for ourselves. I also just want to say that you know I appreciate you because 
we're always calling each other out for our shit. Like we do it for each other. Yeah. I think, I think it's important for us to grow because, you know, we don't have our parents to like guide us. We haven't, we, neither of us have really had that in our lives. And I think, you know, it's for a lot of Gaijins, that's, that's how it is. Like they might have very helicopter parents who aren't there for them or they put that wall up themselves that's why we depend on our friends to call ourselves to call each other out and help us grow and i i think you you are that person not everyone can take that having those true moments of like calling each other out no like your ginormous dick oh it's not that big but i mean thank you (laughs) i mean like i mean you do call me out and like i'll obviously take a moment to be like no <laughs> what are That's you just talking about? And then I'll like accept it, and I'll be like, okay, cool. Well, I'm the same way. Like, there's yeah. a knee-jerk reaction to say, "No, not me," and then we then we really consider what the other person has said. Yeah, honest discussions, right? I think that's what friendship is sort of built over is have being able to have these like honest heart to hearts over many many hours spent together. You know, many hours. <laughs> Yeah, talking about our problems and our and our wins, and you know, like you, I'm also really picky with who I spend my time with, especially now that I'm, you know, a lot older. And um, <laughs> I'm just saying, it's about like having the capacity to be emotionally honest and vulnerable, being around people like you who allow me to be comfortable doing that. I think that's what this podcast too is that like, yeah, I feel like I'm just talking to you. Like, I know yeah. that there are listeners. There's an audience and there's people listening. There's an audience, but like, a lot of the times we are able to be vulnerable with each other because it's sort of just like you and I talking with each other. Yeah. I hope it appeals to people. But also, I think there's also a part of me that thinks if it doesn't appeal to them, it's fine. Yeah. Right? It's for us. Yeah. Oh. It's a self-help podcast. Help ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna miss you. You know I'll miss you too. Once we've both said our goodbyes, let's just let it go. Let me let you go. If you were able to bear through this entire episode, please give us a rating and, su- and subscribe to our podcast. We promise you that we'll probably deliver better content in the future. Give us a break. It's been a while. Like, we truly haven't done this in a while. I know we've had some shaky episodes, and then it seemed like we were on the right track. We'll get back there soon. We would, su- we would appreciate it if you liked and subscribed and left us a review that wasn't, you know, scathing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's still authentically our thoughts. So whatever hell piece of shit this episode is, it's still it's still us. So thank you for thank you Nuri for bearing with me. Thank you Lee for bearing with Nuri. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see you that's, next that's time. True. You were right. Yeah. Th- these are authentically our thoughts, and as garbage as it was put together, <laughs> it's still authentic. Okay, this is... Okay, okay, bye. See you in Calgary. Quiet when I'm coming home And I'm a 
Like it, like it, like it, like it, like it.